are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked on Flames. Thanks for making Locked on Flames your first listen of the day. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and my goodness, the Flames are just truly on fire, and there are no signs of slowing them down. They wrapped up their road trip. Now they're doing their five-game homestand, and, well, let's take a look at what we've got going for us. But before we do that, Please remember to subscribe to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts and, of course, turn on notifications for YouTube as well. Remember last week when I said I wanted the Flames to make up for some lost ground on the U.S. road trip? Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, the Flames currently have 13 points are and are in first place in the Pacific. Uh, they won all of their games on that road trip, and I am just thoroughly impressed with their just overall performance, really. Um, It's just great stuff from the entire team. I think everybody has kind of come together, and it's quite a different team than what we saw in the preseason, which I thought the world was ending by how some of us were reacting. The goaltending tandem is great, okay? Uh, Jacob Markstrom is just stellar. He looks fantastic out there. He's got a 9.57 save percentage, a 1.7 goals against average. Vladar has played two games with an 8.91 and a 2.94. Um, obviously, you know, you <laughs> he's capable of winning those games for you, and I think that that's huge, and he can hold it down while Markstrom gets that rest. And I know that his numbers don't look too great through two games, but again, it's a small sample size. What are you going to do? Nothing. You're just going to let him keep riding this wave. Uh, Lindholm and Mangiapane both have the most goals on the team, and that's seven. Lucky number seven. I am thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly impressed with their performances, Uh, you know, Obviously, Lindholm being on the first line is huge, and then, of course, Mangiapane being buried in the usually the fourth line. Uh, so, him being able to perform at this fantastic level, uh, this elite level, while performing with grinders is great. Blake Coleman has not been on the ice for an opposing goal. Uh, Mangiapane and Blake Coleman both play a very great and methodical 200-foot game. Um, One of my favorite thing about Manjupani is how he comes off on the forecheck. I love watching him just play that 200-foot game and, you know, have an off, uh, sorry, and a, a defensive attack and, He's just great, and Coleman isn't afraid to throw himself on the ice. <laughs> uh, Noah Hannafin did miss a game, um, but he's back in the lineup, and uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll see projected lines um, in a few hours here, but overall, I think that the Flames are just looking fantastic. I am 
so happy <laughs> to see that, you know, they, they're, they've won six straight. They, they look phenomenal. Yes, there are moments where they just need to get it together, but for the most part, I think that this team is clicking. I think that they have kind of found an identity or they're, you know, working on getting to an identity, which is, of course, their, um, you know, they're underdogs, but they're kind of like being feared right now. And I don't think the Flames have ever been feared because most times people see the Flames on the schedule and they're like, oh, okay, like it's an easy game. Uh Uh-uh. This team is uh, very close to finally learning to play a full 60-minute game, and you just absolutely love to see it. Coming up next, we're going to talk about some numbers and stats um, through this last six-game stretch. And before we do that, I'm going to talk to you about DirecTV. You guys know that I am someone who (laughs) has multiple different devices and logins and my friends log in. Um, You know, I'm always texting my mom asking for the password and DirecTV, you don't have to worry about that. DirecTV has all of your favorite things all in one place with DirecTV Stream. All you need is a compatible device and there's there are no contracts so it's very straightforward and you know you're not you're not locked in and no one's going to have to buy you out and you're not going to have to buy yourself out. So head on over to directtv.com today to learn more about DirectTV Stream. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at JessBelmosto. This okay, I thought I did my math wrong. Um to be honest, I'm not a very big math person. And so if you follow me on Twitter, you probably just see me like retweeting and quote retweeting um, JJ from the Barn Burner because he he's good with numbers and math and it's it's a lot. Okay, I thought, but I can do simple addition. Okay, that is something I can do. Uh, the Flames have scored eight goals in their last two games and have allowed zero, and then they have scored twenty-two goals. 22 in their last five so you know I would say that the offense is 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 awake it's awake um I I love what we're seeing I think that there is just like this sense of urgency to get out in the middle or get out in front of the opponent and win they are now 6-0-0 when they score first yeah absolutely love to see that they're still in the boring quadrant on Money Puck. Um, and I know that that's based on goals for and goals against, but I think that they're pretty fun to watch. And um, I know they say like stats don't lie, but I'm going to, again, disagree here. <laughs> I think that the Flames are a lot of fun to watch. And I think that they, you know, them being first in the Pacific is truly uh an experience (laughs) i'm actually going to see because uh pacific um it might help if i can spell today okay here we go no why i don't know why it keeps going patch already i'm trying to spell pacific okay there we go (laughs) um okay so technically the oilers are in first because they have 14 points but when i took these notes the Flames were in first. And the fact that 
the ducks and sharks are ahead of Vegas right now. (laughs) It just, it makes me laugh. I'm sorry, but, you know, the Canucks are just vibing at the bottom with three wins. Uh, Kraken also have three wins. The Kings have three wins. The Golden Knights have four wins. Ducks have three wins. Um... I'm sorry, but I don't think anybody expected this from the Pacific Division. Uh, This team is so, speaking of three wins, this team is so different from last year in terms of them being able to be consistent. Like their their level of consistency is there. And, uh, excuse me, they could not string together more than three wins at a time last year. And they they were never pretty games. They were never like, you know, like I never walked away from a game and was like, oh yeah, like, you know, like they deserved to win that. Most of the time I was saying to myself, they were, that was a hideous game. The penalties are horrendous. What are they doing? But it this year it's just a full 180. I think that, um, I, I didn't look at numbers because I didn't exactly know how to find like the splits for this, but I thought that um, you know the penalties are down. I mean, I I don't think that the team is taking as many unnecessary penalties. Uh, the defense has looked pretty good. Um, you know, I'm not gonna say that it's been fantastic, but I think it's a step above where I thought it would be. After all. You do have, uh, you know, Zadorov being scratched, and we'll see if he's going to be in the lineup against Nashville. But, um, you know, I thought that uh, Goodbranson has looked <laughs> fairly decent out there, which makes me happy because obviously you don't want to see one of your players fail. <clears throat> but seeing that just it's kind of unexpected. Um, you know, just because they're playing well doesn't mean that the team or certain players are immune from criticism. I think that, you know, it's a valid concern. It's a valid, um, what's the word? You know, again, like no one's immune from criticism. You're going to get criticized. And right now I want to see more from Johnny. I want to see more from Kachuk. Uh, you know, Elias Lindholm should not have to be carrying that top line. We are about a, oh God, what is it? Two weeks into the season now and not almost a month, I think at this point. I don't know. I can't do math again, but you know, I want to see more from them. Johnny finally got his first goal. I want to see more from Kachuk in terms of scoring as well. Um... (laughs) my cat also agrees but I just am very intrigued to see what actually happens against Nashville because the Flames are not good at home but Nashville is not exactly a very competitive team they are in um you know a a rebuild I would say especially after losing um Pecorine and I was on Locked On Predators. <laughs> that sounds like a crime show. Uh, but 
you know, I got to talk to Anne from Locked On Preds and unfortunately, you know, it's just not, I don't, we don't think it's going to be an easy game for the Preds to win. And I don't, but I also have this feeling that the Flames might be a little burnt out. Um, You know, it's kind of impossible to maintain, like, it's just unsustainable to um, keep winning all the time. And you know what? It's okay to lose. It's okay. But coming up next, we're going to preview that game. And before we do that, let's take a snack break and we're going to talk about Built Bar. You guys know that I love my protein bars and my Built Bars taste like candy bars, so they're even more delicious to eat. Uh, without having to worry about the unhealthy uh, additives and sugars and factors from a protein bar. I mean, candy bar. So, Built Bar is covered in 100% chocolate and has a delicious flavor. Um, They have like 18, 19 flavors now and just absolutely delicious. So, head on over to Built.com today. Sign up to get yours with promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. Oh boy. So, (laughs) I am just so impressed with the flames that it's hard for me to write this off because I have confidence. I have swagger for the first time in covering this team. I am confident confident. And right now I'm looking at an article on um, by Kristen Anderson on uh, Calgary Sun's website. So she writes, uh, you know, they look to keep the streak alive and Daryl Sutter has been setting the bar high for the group and challenging them to be better each game. It's going to be pretty fun to watch tonight, I would say. Um, i you know, we should look to see if Marky can get another shutout. Uh, players to watch tonight are, of course, Roman Yossi. He has three goals, six assists, a uh, f- former Norris Trophy winner. Uh, Ryan Johansson has three goals, three assists. Um, the Flames, and of course, Philip Forsberg, the absolutely beauty of a man. Um, the Flames power play is ranked third in the league, so that's pretty good, I would say. And their penalty kill is ranked 10th, um, so they do outmatch the Predators with their sixth, their their power play ranks sixth in the league, and their penalty kill is a 77-8, which is tied for 21st. Um, the Predators are obviously... on on the road here. (laughs) Uh, And we know that the Flames aren't always a strong, we know the Flames aren't always strong at home. So I could be misreading this. And of course, you know, I I don't know. I just, I'm a little worried. Uh, Tanner Janot is a 24-year-old Predators rookie and he has four goals in, in eight games. He is just He's someone that Anne told me to watch out for because he will get under our skin. And you know how much of a hothead this team can be. So, 
it's interesting. Um, I would just, you know, keep an eye on this. I think that the Flames lineup should be out soon. Um, I would say, you know, just kind of don't fix what ain't broken or if it ain't broke, don't fix it sort of vibes here. Um, always thoroughly impressed with, with what Daryl Sutter has done with this team. And I just, I think that it's important for all of us to, you know, be happy and talk about, uh, you know, the good that's going on with this team. But I did want to spend the last few minutes talking about, um, the Kyle Beach lawsuit because I have not addressed it on the show um, because I think that Jack from Locked On Blackhawks did a fantastic job with his episode and I talked about it on the national show but if you don't listen to those then you're probably and you don't follow me on Twitter you probably think I'm just like avoiding the situation um, I'm not. I just, I haven't really had the right words to vocalize everything and I would like to do like a bonus episode breaking everything down and kind of talking like thoroughly in depth about it. But um, it is heavy. It is very, very heavy. And um, this is obviously a trigger warning going to anyone, um, you know, sexual assault, sexual abuse. Um, I won't be upset if you, you know, don't listen for the rest of this episode. But as a survivor, it is very um, disheartening to see that the link, see the links that this organization and league as a whole kind of, you know, working parts went to cover this up for a video editor okay so obviously he clips videos and they study film um and obviously that's an important job i'm not trying to knock any video editors out there to be honest you're i can't edit anything so um just imagine what they would do for somebody who is in a position of power who's the face of the team um it's just very disheartening and then last wednesday Joel Quinville went out and coached. I think that was last Wednesday. Yeah. Last Wednesday, he went out and coached after all of this broke. And um, Gary Bettman was asked about it and said he didn't want to prejudge anyone. Um, I'm sorry, but like the investigation found that there was a cover up and it was a workplace investigation. It wasn't like a, um, you know, legal investigation like where like it's going to court and it needs to be proved beyond a shadow of a doubt or anything like that but it's just very upsetting to see the lengths that people are going to to excuse a coach to excuse a cover-up to pass the buck and I'm kind of just rambling because I have so many thoughts on this situation that, like, I would actually, like, need to write them down, but I just figured I'd address them here. Um, it's more than frustrating, to say the least, because, you know, you have Jill Quinville, who knew about the allegations, 
and yet still gave this man a glowing review for a high school where he went and had and found another victim and if you watched the interview i believe it was on tsn with rick westhead and kyle beach you would know how much guilt beach holds on to because of you know another child victim and it's not fair to any of the victims to anyone in this man's path of destruction and for the team to only be fined two million dollars is a disgrace but I think that it's time for the league to just I I don't know there just there needs to be leadership changes within the league office not even just like individual teams but league office it's time Batman needs to Batman's press conference on Monday was enough to uh assure me that it's time for him to go uh you know no one has come out and said we failed Kyle we um you know players like Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves came out and like were very self-serving in the time of, uh, you know, addressing the media. And it was very, very bad. It just did not look great. So that's that. Um, again, please listen to Locked On Blackhawks and the national show Locked On NHL for more like in-depth and, you know, well-formulated analysis. I'm just going off the cusp here because I, again, felt like it was my, uh, like I felt like I'm ready to talk about it. But thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of Locked on Flames and I will see you later. Bye-bye.